Good evening, good evening, my brothers and sisters. This is the day that the Lord has made. We're rejoicing and we are glad in it. Good evening to each of you. So glad that you are here. Everybody is coming into the room already. Amen. Anita Shaw, good evening to you, Peggy Howard. God bless you. Good evening, Barbara Hurd. God bless you. Good evening, Felicia Williams. God bless you. You all are already in. God bless you, Linda Stewart. Amen. God bless you, Sister Roselle, Nancy Roselle, Loretta Epps is in the room. God bless you. Francis Moody, blessings to you, Francis. Blessings to Clara Roberts is here. Gwen Moncure, God bless you. Good to have you. Good, God bless you. Aggie Duvall, amen. Y'all are y'all are in the room already. Amen. Go ahead and share it. Go ahead and share it. Let your neighbors know that we are on and, and ready to get into the word this evening. God bless you, Janice Mitchell, Linda Butler. Amen. God bless you. All of you all are here. Terry Michelle Young, God bless you, Terry. Good to have you in again. Felicia Williams, amen. God is a good God. So glad to have everybody in on this evening. Amen. This Wednesday evening, God bless you. We are getting geared up for Thanksgiving. Amen. Getting ready for Thanksgiving on next week. Amen. Anybody other than me just love Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was always, when I was a kid growing up, I mean, I love Christmas, but Thanksgiving was always that, that, that uh, holiday when Everybody just got together. All of my cousins from uh, from from Indiana and from Chicago. We all just got together at my grandma's house. And so, honestly, I I don't know. I I think I preferred Thanksgiving to Christmas just because I got to see my cousins. Amen. Good evening. Good evening, Philandra Mack. God bless you over in Texas. God bless you. Good evening, Brother Hartfield. God bless you, Deacon Hartfield. Good to have you in on this evening. Are you all, have you already done your shopping for Thanksgiving? You already got your uh, hams and your turkeys and all of that. You all getting ready. Amen. Listen, whatever you are doing, we want you to be careful. We want you to be safe. I know that you are looking at the numbers and you're hearing the um, uh, recommendations from our uh, health officials to keep it in low numbers if we can, keep it outside uh, if we can. If you're going to gather with your family, with your friends, amen. Diane Snow said Thanksgiving is every day. I hear you, Sister Snow, amen. Yeah, um, but whatever you do, whatever you do, make sure you do it uh, safely with your family, with your friends, if you're going to gather, uh, particularly if there are those who are coming in from um, from from other places, uh, you you want to do your due diligence. Let's be careful uh, that we don't pass anything to them and they don't pass anything to us. Amen, somebody. Amen. Good to have everybody in the room on this evening. Uh, I know you've already shared it, so we're going to get into the word. But before we do, you know what I like to do. Let's kick it off with a little music. This is our own uh, Cade ministry, Cade music ministry. We're going to look at something they did back in the early part of the summer earlier this year. And we thank God that we're able to just go to the archives now. Amen. But this is our music ministry from back in the summer. I think you'll like it. Thank you. 
Amen. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Come on, let's pray you all. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we're thankful that you are our shepherd. You love us and you keep us and you guide us. You protect us. You care for us. You lead us, oh God. And for all of these things, we give you thanks. God, now we ask your blessings upon this time in the study of your word. We pray, oh God, that you lead us now in your truth. Open our eyes that we might see. Open our hearts that we might receive. Open our minds that we might understand. Grant it now in Jesus' name and for his sake we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. So listen, let's go ahead and get into the word tonight. Um, it is uh, the season of Thanksgiving. Uh, Sister Snow said every day is a day of Thanksgiving. You are absolutely right. Uh, we should give thanks. And in fact, the Bible teaches us uh, that that in everything we should give thanks. And that's that's really what I want to talk about tonight. Um, I want to talk about giving thanks, though, in tough times, giving thanks in tough times. Um, 2020. Uh, my gosh, what can we say about about this year? It has been a tough year for a whole lot of different reasons. Um, and I, I'm, I'm not going to try and catalog all of the different different things that we have experienced and witnessed and and gone through. Uh, it's just been a tough year, y'all. Um, yeah, it's been a tough year. And 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 even with as tough as it has been, yeah, I, I see it in the sign in the timeline. Yeah, it's been tough. But even as tough as it's been, the Bible teaches us that that in everything we should give thanks. And so the question tonight is, you know, how do you give thanks in tough times? You know, because I what I don't believe, I don't here's here's what I don't believe about the Bible. I don't believe that the Bible is written in such a way that we are being asked to deny reality. I don't believe that's what the intent of the Bible is. I don't believe that's what God wants us to do. I don't believe that's what faith is for. Faith is not for denying what's real, denying feelings, denying hurt, denying frustration. That's not what faith is for. It's not to deny it. And, and I think so, I'm, I'm saying that because I think sometimes when we hear scriptures like in everything give thanks and we know that it's been a tough year, but I'm being taught and I'm being commanded to give thanks, then does that mean that I've got to somehow push down my hurt and my ang anguish and my frustration so that I can give thanks? And that's, that's not what the Bible is telling us. That's not what God intends. It's been a tough year and we can be honest about that. The Bible is not telling you to, to lie and live in some false reality about how bad things have been. It's been bad. 
it's been bad. We've lost a lot of lives this year. It's been a, it's been a tough year. And faith is not given to us to deny what's been bad. To 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 repress and 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 push down what's been hurting us. That's not what faith is given to us for. Faith is given to us so that we can look the facts in the face, right? And deal with the reality of what we've been dealt and yet have hope, have trust, and still in the spite, in spite of those things, have what the psalmist says in Psalm 23, a restored soul. He restoreth my soul. Yeah, that's that's what faith is for, y'all. It's not it's not to 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 turn a blind eye and act like and put on. Watch this. I, it, this is something that 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 you know irks me about church folk. <laughs> I know there's none of y'all, but you know you know there's some church folk who 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 go through stuff and try to act like nothing's wrong and and try to get super spiritual and super christian and 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 quote scripture for everything and 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 act like they never have a sad day and have a sad moment and and they always got to have you know lifted up hands some days i don't feel like lifting up my hands and it does not mean that i'm not a person of faith it means guess what i'm having a bad day and God is big enough to handle our bad days. He's big enough to handle the fact that that we don't we don't feel good all the time. We don't feel happy all the time, and that's okay. That's okay. So, what does it mean to to give thanks in everything, and particularly in tough times? Um, I, I think, I think for those of you who may have joined us on yesterday, uh, the Congress of Christian Education, uh, the, the, the preacher from yesterday, Jonathan Phillips, uh, Pastor Phillips was preaching and he talked about David, uh, in Psalm, uh, oh gosh, Psalm 50, 53, I think it was. Um, and he talked about, um, the, the title of the message was just ha, ha, a little talk with Jesus, right? And he talked about the fact that that there are times when we need to talk, when we just need to get it out, where we need to just we just need to to vent. And and Lord help, when I need to vent, I don't need somebody trying to explain to me. <laughs> you know, the theological truths about it. I just, need, I just need space and time to vent. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I just need time to vent, to voice my frustration, to, 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 to articulate my feelings. And God is big enough to handle broken hearts. God is strong enough to hold broken souls. And it's okay to be frustrated sometimes, to be hurt sometimes. That, that's why the songwriter said, I must tell Jesus. 
right? I, I, I can't keep all this stuff bottled in. And listen, let me tell you, let me help somebody. If you're not talking it out, you listen. Okay, I didn't mean to go here, but let me help. You can talk to Jesus. You can talk to your pastor, but you may need to talk to a therapist. Real talk. And there's nothing wrong with talking to all three. Help me somebody. Y'all, y'all, I'm I'm just being practical and real right now. You can talk to Jesus, you can talk to your pastor, and you may need to talk to a therapist. And all three, amen. All right, all right. Y'all act like y'all act like something wrong with talking to a therapist. You better find somebody's couch. Amen. Call, call listen. There are moments when we need, watch this, when we need to get to an objective listener, someone who is trained to hear, to understand the emotional, the the, the human psyche and, and the emotions of the heart and can help put some things in perspective or who can just listen and let us vent and then get on with our day. Amen, somebody. Amen, somebody. That's right. Hello. Talk to Jesus. Talk to your pastor and call up a therapist. Amen. If necessary. All right. All right. So, so giving thanks, giving thanks in tough time. I want you to look at, I want you to look at um, the book of Habakkuk, Habakkuk chapter three, Habakkuk chapter three. Amen. Habakkuk chapter three. That's right. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with seeing a therapist. I promise you that, you know, we've, we've, we've acted like that in the, in the African-American community. Um, um, and, and, and there's, we've, we've associated, um, stigmas with, with, with making calls to make sure that we have good mental health and emotional balance. And I'm telling you, particularly in this time, in this season, we're going through something we've never been through before in our age. And we need to talk it out, talk it out, put it in the timeline, talk it out, talk it out, talk it out. All right. Habakkuk 3 and 17. Here's what it says. Though the fig tree should not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, the produce of the olive fail, and the fields yield no food, the flock be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord, I will take joy in the God of my salvation. Here, here is Habakkuk describing a tough time, and, and he's describing a period uh, uh, of of famine, he's describing. This is in the context of 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 Babylonian exile, and so he's saying, "Listen, even though the fig tree, there's no fruit on the fig tree, there's no fruit on the vine, the olive tree is failing. There's no olive oil. There's no flocks uh, in the stalls." All he's saying, everything, watch this, everything that we that 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 we use to support us economically is gone in this agricultural society. He says, everything that that we put our hope and trust in from an economical and financial standpoint is gone. And he says, even though all of that is gone, yet, verse 18, I will rejoice in the Lord. 
I will take joy in the God of my salvation. In other words, in other words, I'm still going to give thanks in tough times. First Thessalonians 5 and 18. First Thessalonians 5 and 18, Paul writes, in everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And so the question, the relative question that we want to ask tonight is how is it possible to give thanks in tough times? How is it even possible to give thanks after a year like we've had? We're coming to the close of it, but we still got we still got a month and a half to go. But how is it possible to give thanks for 2020? Right? And here it is. I'm gonna give you the answer. Three, three points, and I'm through. Here's what you got to remember. So you got to understand point number one, that God draws near to us in tough times. God draws near to us in tough times. Psalm 46 and one, God is our refuge and strength, a very what? Present help in trouble, a very present help in trouble. God is our refuge and strength. He is what? very present. He's not just there. He's really there. <laughs> Did you get that? The psalmist says in time of trouble, he's really there. God draws near to us. I love, I love the fact that, that the, that we have this great promise in Hebrews that, that, that God will never leave us nor forsake us. Right. But, but here we get the sense that not only will he not leave us, not only will he not forsake us, but in time of trouble, he actually gets closer to us. He draws closer to us when we're going through bad times and tough times that God actually gets a little closer. That's good news, y'all. I can give thanks in tough times because God gets closer to me. He walks closer with me. Psalm 34 and 18. Look at it. Psalm 34 and 18 says, the Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and saveth such as, as be of a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. Look at that. The Lord is what? Close to them that are of a broken heart. He's close to the brokenhearted. He's close to those who have a broken spirit. If you've had a tough year, if you've had a broken heart this year, if you've had a tough time, a tough go at it, here's the good news and here's why you can give thanks. Because in those tough moments and in this tough year, the promise is that God is not only for, not forsaking you, but he's actually gotten closer to you. He's gotten closer to you. Are you hearing me tonight? God has gotten closer to you. Psalm 145 and 18, the Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon him, to all that call upon him in truth. He's what? He's close to us as we call out to him. So in tough times, I can give thanks in tough times because when I call him, he's closer. When my heart is broken, he's closer. If my heart, my spirit is contrite. God has gotten close to me. He is a very present help in tough times. That's number one. You got it? That's number one. Number two. Number two. I'm going fast tonight, y'all. Number two. How is it possible to give thanks 
in 2020? How is it possible to give thanks for 2020? How is it possible to give thanks after we've gone through 2020? Here it is. Tough times. Don't worry, God. Here's why you can give thanks. Because, because tough times don't worry, God. Here's what you got to remember, y'all. Although we may have lost some sleep this year, although we may have cried some tears this year, although we may have had a puzzled mind and a frustrated heart, this year has not worried God. Did you hear what I said? This year, with a worldwide pandemic, it has not worried God. God has not lost any sleep because, first of all, he never sleeps. He never slumbers, right? God, God is okay. He's, he's not up pacing the floor in heaven trying to figure out how he's going to handle this. He's not worried. And so I give thanks to God because I've got a God who's, watch this, sitting on his throne in heaven. The fact that God is sitting on his throne and not up walking around, scratching his head, looking down and shaking it in disgust. Yeah, that's not God. God is sitting on his throne in heaven and he's not worried because God is in absolute control. Are you hearing me? He is the all powerful God. And though we have worried, none of this has worried God. Go with me in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 40. Isaiah chapter 40, verse number 28 says, Has thou not known, has thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary? Look, God, God, has, not, God has not fainted because of this. It hadn't taken God by surprise. This has not exhausted God's energy, right? There is no searching of his understanding, Isaiah says. In other words, listen, God knows what's going on and he is not, watch this, not only is he not worried, but because there is no searching of his understanding, God is not trying to figure it out. He knows what's going on. And so I can give thanks to God because even though it's been a tough year for me, this hasn't been too tough for the Lord. Jeremiah 32 and 17. Jeremiah 32 and 17. Ah, Lord God, it is you who have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and your outstretched arm. Nothing is too hard for you. See, that's why I give thanks. Because, because while we've been trying to figure out a vaccine, while we've been trying to figure out how to stay safe while we've been trying to figure out how to make it from day to day. This has not puzzled the mind of God. And this is also not too hard for God. Jeremiah 32 and 27, go down to verse number 27. Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is anything too what hard for me? Is anything too hard for me, God says? I know we're just figuring out a vaccine. 
I know we're just getting there. God says, this, this is not too hard for me. It's not too hard for me. Watch this. It's not too hard for me to give you the answers. It's not too hard for me to invite you, watch this, into the mysteries of science, into the mysteries of chemistry. It's not too hard for me to show you the chemical compounds needed to give you the cure and the vaccination so that you be safe. It's not too hard for me, God says. God says, I, I already know the formula. I already got it. And it's not too hard for me to share it with you. Psalm 147, Psalm 147, verse 5, 147, verse 5. Great is our Lord and abundant in power. His understanding is beyond measure. Look at that. His understanding is beyond measure. God already has this figured out. God already knows the cure to this. And I, I believe, I believe as he has always done, that God will reveal to man what is necessary so that healing and health can come. God's got the wisdom. He's got the knowledge. And eventually we will figure it out as God reveals it to, to man. He always has. He always has. Amen, somebody. He always has. All right. Isaiah 41 and 10. So God says to us, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And folks, that's how and why we can give thanks in tough times. In a year like we've had, I can give thanks because God says, I am with you. I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Folks, I give thanks to God because I've got that promise. Are you with me? Last point. Last point. I'm already through for the night, y'all. See, I told you, I, I told you there's sometimes I'm going to let you out early. Sometimes here it is. Tough times are used. Here it is. Watch this. Here's why we can give thanks in tough times, because tough times are used in unexpected ways. I want you to stay with me on this for a minute. Tough times are used in unexpected ways. James 1. James 1, verses 2 and 3. My brethren, you know this verse. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, the trying of your faith worketh patience. Listen to what James says again. Count it all what joy when you what fall into diverse temptations. When you fall into situations, problems, watch this, tough times. James says, count it all joy. Now, how do I count it all joy? Are you, is that what James asked me to do, to deny, to deny facts again? No, he's not telling you to deny facts. He's not telling you to act like nothing's wrong, right? He's saying, watch this, that tough times are going to be used in unexpected ways. Look at the, the second part of that verse, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh 
patience. In other words, these this challenge, this season, these problems, this pain, this hurt, all of these tough times that you're going through, he says, is working. It's working. Something is working in it and through it. John, I want you to look at John 16 and 7. Here's a passage of scripture. Jesus uh, is talking to his disciples. He's teaching about his eventual departure as he prepares to return to heaven. And he's trying to prepare his disciples for for his return to heaven, his heavenly father, and his leaving of them. Watch this, y'all. He's trying to prepare his disciples for his death, for his resurrection, and for his ascension into heaven. He's preparing them for the fact that he's about to leave them. See, and that's a tough time when you have to say goodbye to people you love, people who've been walking with you, people who you've been walking with, people who, yeah. And so Jesus is trying to prepare his disciples for his departure. And listen to what he says. In verse 7, this is the New International Version. It says, but very truly, I tell you, it is good for you that I am going away. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. Look at that, y'all. Jesus tells his disciples and he's trying to give them a different perspective about his departure. He's saying, listen, I know it's going to hurt. I know you're going to be broken up about it. He says, watch this, but it's good for you that I go. He says, because in my leaving, watch this, I'm also sending. As I leave you, the spirit will come to you. And, and, and there are moments in life when I know we ask the question, when, when something tragic, when something terrible, when something unforeseen happens, and we might ask the question, what good can come of this? What good can come of, of, of tough moments, of tragic moments, of, of, of loved ones leaving us? What good can come of this? And here, here Jesus says to his disciples, it's good for you that I go. Yeah. That can be that can be a tough, that can be a tough pill for anybody to swallow. 
And certainly I don't wish that on anyone when, when loved ones leave us. That's, that's a tough moment. But this point and this passage tells us that tough times can work and be used in unexpected ways. What I don't believe is this. I don't believe that God lets or, or creates or causes, maybe causes is a better word. I don't believe that God causes trials and temptations. I don't believe that he causes it so that he can bring good out of it. But I do believe that in it, God works good out of bad moments. I don't believe, watch this, that God is so weak that he has to use bad things to bring good things into our lives. I don't believe that. I do believe that God is so powerful that he can take the most painful of moments and turn them around to cause praise to come out of pain. That I believe. Are you hearing me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't believe that God has to uh, somehow be um, that, that, that he's not strong enough to, to just bless us in spite of hurt. I don't believe that. I think God can bless us without us being burdened. But I do believe that when we are burdened, that God can also bring blessings out of that. That's the kind of God we serve. The kind of God that 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 the bad and the evil that the enemy meant for us, that God turns it around and uses it for our good. That's the kind of God we serve. So things that the enemy meant to use to destroy us, God can use it in unexpected ways to do things that we never would have imagined. That's what I believe about God. And so Paul says in Romans 8 and 28, we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. That somehow God takes the bad over here, the messed up over here, the unanticipated over here, the unexpected over there. And he brings all of that together, just like, just like a master chef. And all of those ingredients, <laughs> all of that bad stuff, that God could take all of that bad and use it for good, use it to create good, use it to bless us in ways that we never anticipated. And that, my brothers and sisters, is why and how I can give thanks 
in tough times. Because in the tough times, I believe that somehow God is going to use that in an unexpected way for an unexpected purpose, for an unanticipated end. I'm through y'all, but my soul is happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The God, God does some unexpected things. Yeah. Sharon Turner Davis, what is that you said? He is so powerful that even when we are burdened by the enemy's actions, we are protected and empowered by his greatness. Amen. Thank you, Sharon. Yeah. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. So listen, I want you all to, uh, yeah, I want you all to give thanks, to do what the Bible says. In tough times, as we um, enter into this Thanksgiving holiday on next week, let's give thanks. And let's do so in full faith, in full knowledge and in full, watch this, in full recognition that it's been a tough year. And in spite of how tough it's been, that God has been a very present help. How tough it's been, God has still been right there with us. And so let's in full faith and with a full throat tell God, thank you. Amen, somebody. Amen, amen, amen. So listen. Listen, um, what we did this week, you remember that this week we opened uh, the sanctuary for sanctuary hours. Uh, we call it alone in his presence. And uh, what we want you to do, we, we have opened up the sanctuary for Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays uh, of each week. Um, Tuesday and Wednesday is gone of this week already. So we have Thursday left. Uh, you can call the church office. Uh, Patrice will be here uh, starting at 10 a.m. And so for alone in his presence on Tuesdays and Thursdays uh, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And then on Wednesdays uh, from 12 to 3 p.m., uh, you can come and have some alone time uh, in the sanctuary. We are allowing 10 people in at a time. Um, it is all contactless. And so we want you to come in and you'll see um, uh, the um, check-in sort of desk as you enter the uh, the building. Uh, there are face masks there. There's a hand sanitizing station there. Uh, uh, there's also hand sanitizer to take with you. Uh, if you don't have a mask, there are masks there to take with you. Uh, temperature checks will be done there as well. So we want you to come and and have an opportunity to really just uh, get alone in his presence. I know how uh, much a blessing it is to be in the sanctuary, in the house of the Lord. Uh, and so if you need this space uh, to, to just pray and to meditate, uh, particularly as we go into the Thanksgiving season, uh, you're invited to do that. Uh, tomorrow is the last day for this week. Uh, and on next week, on next week, uh, we won't have it on next week because of the Thanksgiving break. And we have some things going on next week in the building. So we won't have it. We won't have sanctuary hours next week. And also, yeah, for the Thanksgiving break, we will not have uh, a Bible study as well on Wednesday. We will have a Thanksgiving break. Uh, so no Bible study on Wednesday. 
and no sanctuary hours on next week. Uh, but we will resume along alone in his presence. The sanctuary hours will resume the following week, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of each week. And so uh, be reminded, uh, God bless you. Be reminded of, of all of that. And uh, I pray that you have a great, a great Thanksgiving again. Uh, be careful, be safe. Uh, if you gather with family and uh, close friends, uh, make sure that you do it in a responsible way so that you stay safe and that you keep those whom you love safe as well. Amen. God bless you and God keep you is our prayer. Listen, let's pray tonight. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you tonight for being the great God who you are. Thank you, God, that you love us, that you draw near unto us in tough times. God, as tough as it has been this year, you are ever faithful, ever loving, ever true. Thank you, God, that you have not forsaken us. You have not left us. But God, that you have in fact drawn closer to us. God, right now, I pray for all of those who have suffered loss this year. I pray for those who are yet grieving and have broken hearts. Lord, you know them by name. You know every tear that they shed. You know every burden that they bear. And so God, now in the name of Jesus, I pray that you be the lifter of their heads, the dryer of their tears and the restorer of their hope and their joy. God, I lift up those now who are yet sick, those who are in the hospitals. God, be a very present help and a healer right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for restoration, for healing those who have been able now to come home. God, I thank you for healing Mother Sutton. God, I thank you for uh, continuing to uh, heal Reverend Powell. Lord, I thank you for continuing to bless Sister Goldman. Lord, for all of those who you continue to lift up, to touch. God, and I thank you that there's nothing too hard for you. God, right now, we do collectively what you have instructed in your word and we give you thanks in the good times and the bad times in everything we give you thanks not only because it's your will but because god you simply deserve it you're so good you're so great so lord receive now our praise Receive now our prayers and grant it, O oh God, in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray for all who will be traveling, all who will be gathering. We pray that your hedge and your hand be upon us. Keep us safe from all harm and danger. Grant it in Jesus' name. For his sake we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. We love you and we will see you soon. Good night.